4: Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're
5: doing with
4: the fing uh, Okay, where was I when I said that? They're loco. I kind of was a liar So! Are
5: you just gonna make up rules as we go along? Show some R E S P I C T.
4: Anyway, Owen, will
5: tell you this I'm gonna start at an 11. I'm going to take you to about a 15 real quick.
4: <laughs> well, Who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
1: I think the vast majority of 320 million Americans want politics to be put back in a proper place, not to be at the center of people's worldview.
5: I give you America itself!
1: This is Ed McMahon,
5: and now, Here's Armstrong and
2: Getty.
0: Live from Studio C. Hey a your. Oh, it's a dimly lit room, all right. Deep within the bowels, I'll tell you, of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today,
5: we are under the tutelage of our general manager. I can't decide, Jack. I'd like you to meet both the candidates, and I'll give you the, uh, the power to... It. Make the call. Candidate number one is arguing about the border. As people seem to be looking at two completely different realities, candidate number two is the mission to Mars.
0: Um, yeah, I got lots to say about both of those. And also, whatever happened with, um, the former campaign manager for, for Donald
5: Trump, old Paul Manafort, who, uh, who was involved who? in. Totally doesn't look like a criminal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He, He has been a criminal through and through, it would seem, his entire adult life. But whatever happened yesterday, I'll tell you, it's just the amount of homework that you need to do to try to figure out what's going on in the modern world is amazing. Because if you watched Fox... Uh, so yesterday uh, apparently the, the the news came out that uh Manafort um was not being truthful. He'd made a, he'd made a deal to try to avoid spending the rest of his life in prison. Turns out it wasn't actual ostrich suits, it was <laughs> faux ostrich, right? What? It was emu. I paid good money for that suit. <laughs> it was an emu jacket, which was much cheaper than ostrich. But anyway, so he wasn't being honest and so they're going to revoke his uh, his deal and he might spend the rest of his life in prison. But so that's either only a bad thing for him. Well, on Fox News, it was kind of a side story. It was like the number four story in the newscast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying, liberals and conservatives, that this is good news for Trump. Over on MSNBC, their heads were exploding. Honest to God, with lots of talk, we are seriously into constitutional crisis territory here. What? This is the end of the presidency. We now know Donald Trump will not serve out his term. That sort of stuff. And, and I'm just watching at home, flipping through the channels. Like, how am I supposed to know? When I got two di- stories this different. Sure, sure. So it, it, it is difficult to take in news in the modern world. Last I checked, dude was in trouble for tax evasion, right? Anyway, we'll look into that uh, a little bit later. So let's introduce everybody in the squad. I mean, they were going nuts. I don't even, You know what never even occurs to me to watch CNN? Never even occurs to me.
5: I should, I should give it a whirl now and then. It's good, solid, constant anti-Trump uh, news.
0: Is it similar to MSNBC? Yes. Or? Oh, yeah,
5: yeah. they are trying to win the same audience as MSNBC.
0: Maybe I just feel like that. I've got that avenue covered, so I go between Fox and MSNBC. Yeah, I flip
5: between the two of them to compare. I, I think MSNBC is, uh, is plying the constant fear, hair on fire angle whereas CNN is attempting to be a bit more cerebral about it. We actually have a pretty good thing later uh, about a media focus group that
0: was done about what people think of the media, and most people seem to think that the media comes at each story with their own slant. And I, wonder, I to put
5: that right. wonder why most people think that.
6: <laughs> I
4: don't watch uh, the news. Good for you,
0: young man. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
4: Uh, I'm excellent. Um, there, I was listening on the top of the hour newscast on some station, and they were talking about mobile checkout, and I could definitely see uh, this being a trend for stores where you go in, you can see the merchandise, you can uh you know feel it touch it, and everything like that and then you just walk out of the store and um i know amazon's trying that but i think that this is probably gonna be the new trend walk
0: out with the stuff or with you not with
5: the stuff
4: with the stuff with the stuff okay. yes yeah,
5: so, so well, no lines what i don't get it it's that's a store right <laughs> yeah
4: okay. but i guess you walk in you you know you get the merchandise yes. and then you just i guess you have an app on the phone or whatever or and so you just hit a button and oh. then you just that's
5: it you've paid oh for i it. see i see okay
4: so I guess they're talking about doing that this Christmas. Some of the stores they want to do that because they're trying to avoid get people to get into the store so they don't have the lines. And well,
0: and, and part of that, and part of that would be, I think, the whole minimum wage question or, or or wages for you know fairly simple jobs like checking people at grocery stores. If the wages get high enough, they they'll it's it's wise to spend the money on the fancy computer.
5: But isn't there going to be just astounding levels of
0: shoplifting?
5: You would think. Or but
0: somehow they got a check at the door. You know, from, from people I've talked to who work at stores, there's a lot of the honor system that's been going on for years as it is. Mm. There's some of us that yeah. would never steal. Certainly I'm in not. that category. If I got to my car and realized I had a can of peas that I hadn't paid for, I would go back in. There are others who steal you see, constantly. It's funny. I'd
5: rather be beat with a heavy rod than eat canned peas. But go on. <laughs> that's that's a really a
0: tangent <laughs> to my point. But those who will steal have been stealing forever, so that's right. not going to change. Right. And 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 as we all know, the clerks aren't even supposed to chase them down. If you walk out the door and say, "Got a twelve-pack of beer? Take it into my car, not pay, and see you
5: later." you going to get drunk. Nobody even does anything. Nope. They're not allowed to.
0: So we're kind of on the honor system now. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room can to I don't know why I use that as an example. Uh, how are you this morning, positive, Sean?
6: Uh, doing very well. Uh, just a quick uh, add-on to that. The most illuminating thing or fascinating thing that I learned when I was working in big department store retail is that the loss prevention department was there not to stop customers from stealing, but to stop employees wow. from stealing. That, that was 99% of their focus was on employee yeah. I don't know
0: if that's uh, true at grocery stores or not, but I know clothing stores and stuff yeah. like that, that's absolutely a problem. Yeah.
6: Uh, but I, uh, I played Monopoly a ton when I was a kid. I was one of the, 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 the chosen few who actually found some joy in the game, <laughs> driving my friends into bankruptcy. See, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a test of endurance, not necessarily luck and chance of the, you know, the game's over in five minutes. No, no. Are you committed to seeing this no. game to the end? But one it's of the. It's a game
0: of attrition. All everybody else just says, all right, you will win. It's So right? I win. I'm going
5: outside.
6: Undefeated. Um, but there was one thing in that that game taught me that had not yet to... Proved true in life, and that is the bank error in your favor. Oh, whoopsie-daisy, you get to keep the money. Oh, yeah. Well, that has actually happened. There was an ATM and supposed to be, and it was just spitting out $100 bills wow. when people were requesting tens. So somebody tweeted this out. It got a huge line, and people were... Really? Yeah, people were just going to it. Here is the uh, here is a reporter. I don't know his name, so I'll call him Chester Q. Palmsdale with the official <laughs> uh, Bank of America response.
2: The official Bank of America response, I just said quote, that. this was an
5: incident in a single ATM in Houston, cause when a vendor incorrectly loaded $100 bills in place of $10 bills. We have resolved the matter. Customers will be able to keep the additional money dispensed. Hey, how about that?
6: Isn't that a lovely thing to happen to you? Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> and the
0: dispenser, does he get to keep his job, the guy who loads the thing? Unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing not. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well,
4: you uh, may have noticed I have not brought home the bacon in quite a while now. That- because you haven't been
0: winning or because you haven't been gambling?
4: That, you got it. I have not made a wager or bought a lottery ticket in almost a month
5: now. That's right. You swore off that of after the big uh, double lotto cash pot, whatever those was. The, the debacle, games are, yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> the, debacle. the non-win. Yeah. <laughs> the debacle, he Calls it. Yeah. Mathematics is what somebody everybody some call had it. the same result as you. Yes. Except ah, for one person. Some yeah. call it
4: math. You call it a debacle. And it was a debacle. Every now and again though I get every now and again though I do get the urge. Sure. But so far I've resisted it. No more gaming until after the first just part of my self betterment program. That
5: means no more bacon for us. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Oh, Aikens on you. Self-worsening. That's what we're rooting for. (laughs) Nobody likes a quitter, Marshall. Part of
0: of your SBP. I didn't know you had an SBP going, a self-betterment program. I
4: do indeed. I do indeed. You remember some of my past efforts. Oh, we do. Yes.
0: (laughs) And we remember the results. Including, well, we need to revisit your push-ups at some point, but we don't have time for that now. Because I don't remember you ever getting to 10. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, November 27th. The year twenty eighteen, where Armstrong and getting we approve of this program.
5: Okay, here we go officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, the show begins at mark thirty meters,
4: twenty meters, seventeen meters. Standing by for touchdown.
5: Use yards. We're Americans. <laughs> touchdown confirmed. <laughs> okay, so I have a problem. This, this,
0: this, this is this is me being a child of the snarky cynical internet
5: era this
0: is your twitter comment
5: this is my twitter comment. fabulous scientific achievement of nasa
0: yes because i'm watching the video there in the control room i'm playing it for my kids last night and it was pretty clear to me that a lot of those it, it, things were better in the old days when it was all white 50 year old men with butch <laughs> oh haircuts what yeah. butch haircuts
5: <laughs> what are you up talking late. Are you running for now, the Senate in Mississippi? <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking the about? The younger
0: millennial NASA scientists, yes. a lot of them are pretty clear. They had their dance moves choreographed and yes. ready to go. Yes, they did. Because they knew it was going to be on camera, and right. everybody's going to be watching it, and I could become a thing here. When you had old white men with butch haircuts, they'd just say, Nice job,
5: Steve. Let's have a smoke. No <laughs> right. dancing. Right. No 12-part <laughs> high five. I think we all saw that. The dancing, you know, various gyrations, two hands, one hand. And spin around elbow elbow exactly right what what are you doing you're a scientist
0: nobody was doing orange justice back in the 60s right you just had a smoke and said nice job jim
5: right a little too much choreography you for make me. You shake hands and kind of look uh, look away uh, uncomfortably because you're touching another human being <laughs> it's none <laughs> of this damn millennial <laughs> celebrating
0: you're just happy you're ahead of the commies <laughs> right huh no <laughs> dancing what
4: are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Mexico boosting border security. Migrants not sure what to do next. Muller's cracking down on the former Trump advisor. Plea deal dead. And we've got a new study that shows your brain has an afterlife. Coming up oh. minutes from now. We did this story late in the show. We thought we had to do it again for you.
0: Uh, it is horrifying, this brain story. You've got to stay tuned yep. for it. Or is it? I think it is. Or is it? Yes,
5: it is. It still is. Or is it? Stay with us. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. Well, a gentleman received an uh, an opportunity to join the Illuminati. And how that process works was what? surprising to me. Wow, you'll have to explain to us what that is for oh, people who yeah, don't absolutely. know. Sure. Okay. Well, if you don't know, you're probably a victim.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. election turned out to be more of a blue wave than it looked like on election night, as uh, a lot of the close races have gone the way of the Democrats. But the, there's a Senate race today that is going to be decided. It's a runoff, uh, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. And uh, one of the big issues, we should, we should, we should play the audio for you. Uh, something she said got caught on a live mic, oh, how it's sense. been blown up into something, his responses to it. It's pretty interesting about modern politics and and whatnot, if you're not following down there. Is it Alabama? It's one of them southern... It's Mississippi. It's one of those inbred can't-read states. That's... Wow. How dare you? Wow, that's uh, that's probably not a great thing to say. You're probably right. Yeah. I take that back. M- mailbag. I'm ashamed. Um, I just... I don't know. I go with whatever stereotypes are going to please people.
5: Well... You'd get along. All right. I just want to Most move stereotypes don't please people. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day from Frederick Bastiat, the great uh, economist and thinker. Everyone wants to live at the expense of the state. They forget that the state wants to live at the expense of everyone. That's no, every- interesting Everybody one. just wants the state to take everything, and then they get a bigger slice of that pie, and they consider that to, to be a great way to run a society. It's horrific to me, but if you lobby hard enough or bribe hard enough or, or you're in a, a designated victim group, you get a bigger slice, and so then you're happy. Well,
0: that's sort of what Tucker Carlson was talking about last night, and we'll, uh, we'll play that for you later. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, indeed. Where we are with modern politics.
5: So this is exciting. Uh, he signs his uh, name Goose. I don't know if he's an 80s fighter, fighter pilot or what, but uh, hey, Joe, I uh, recently received an offer to join the Illuminati. The Illuminati, the legendary uh, men and presumably women behind the scenes, the ultra-powerful, the secretive, the uh, connected who actually run the world. Um, <clears throat> and actually, you know, honestly, the <clears throat> super high finance people do actually run the world. Um, I don't think it's nearly as mysterious or Culty or Nicolas Cage movie as sometimes people portray it. But it doesn't have to be. You can just read the front page of the Wall
0: Street Journal and
5: kind of see the way it plays out. Right, exactly. Uh, at any rate, uh, I always thought that mysterious and quasi culty group was, you know, you had somebody uh, walked up to you in the street uh, in Paris and said, uh, Mr. Getty, if you would be so kind as to get into the Rolls Royce here, and you'd be whisked away to the secret initiation ceremony. Well, no, not for a goose. Uh, Uh, He says, normally I jump at the opportunity, however, current life circumstances prevent me from checking the Illuminati membership off my bucket list. Um, Not wanting the invitation to be a total loss, you'll see it below. Feel free to accept the membership into the Illuminati in my absence. Here's the email. Uh, Are you still interested in joining the Illuminati? And have all your heart desires come through? Fast cars, spotlights, money, influence, and power, and... Earn, I'm attempting to read this as the punctuation has it, and earn 300,000 <laughs> euro weekly for becoming a member. Weekly, if, that's really if good. If you are still interested, do get back to us so we can proceed further. Wow. That is a good gig. Spotlight.
6: They wow. probably don't even need that much information. Probably just, what, like a bank account or something? I'll- well, yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry, they probably this. just need my
0: social security number, my yeah. bank routing number, and they'll start sending me that 300,000 euros a week.
5: They ask you to provide them with a, a list of things that you've affected or manipulated in an unholy fashion <laughs> to prove that you're Illuminati material. So, you
0: know, we've discussed this before. Anybody who falls for that... <sighs>
5: I, you'd have to post guards with them round the clock. <laughs> see, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Hey but honey, sh- I can join the Illuminati and make 300K a week. Do it. Should it
6: be illegal to try to get people to fall for that? Well, I suppose
0: it
5: should be. Yeah, it's fraud. It's fraud, but God dang it. I see your point. I mean, it's I mean, like walking I, around selling magic beans. If I yeah. walk
0: up to somebody here at work and say, hey, I got this, uh, this here's a, a magic lantern. It's got a genie in it. Give me a hundred bucks for it. Wait, a magical genie? Yeah, a magical genie. Gives you three wishes. Got I, superpowers and all. I don't have any wishes, so give me a hundred dollars for it. And I take hundred dollars for them. If I, you know. So you already used up your wishes,
6: so you don't need it. So <laughs> this just, makes sense.
0: I don't know if I, I. Where's
6: the closest ATM?
5: Yeah, that's interesting. A used genie is as good as a new genie. <laughs> Anyway, moving along, uh, Jack's life is in grave danger. Hmm? Fact, Jack Armstrong is a presumably lucrative career as a radio DJ. Uh, We're talk show hosts, sir. We we jockey no discs. By Jack's own account, he's married to a significantly younger woman. Fact, Jack has a weakness for pies and other confections and is Mm -hmm. incapable of keeping his frosting befouled mitts off of any dessert in sight. Fact: Jack's spouse, Laura, frequently and without prompting, bakes multiple highly caloric, sugar-filled desserts every week. Leaves them on a the counter in plain view of the aforementioned weak-willed Mike Jockey. Fact: According to the CDC, about 610 thousand people die of heart disease in the U.S. every year. Conclusion: Laura is slowly murdering Jack for the inheritance <laughs> and insurance payout, while avoiding unwanted scrutiny from the authorities. K W I B F G D B M B. Keep watching your back for gold-digging master bakers.
0: I wonder if anybody's ever done that. You could. It'd be particularly easy for women to do to men, I think, if you want to stay with the gender stereotypes of cooking and eating, but um, uh, to 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 kill off your husband if you didn't like him by just having them eat and drink too much, just serving <laughs> it to him. You sort might end like up with magic- an
5: 80-year-old huge fat husband.
0: Sort of like the magic genie thing. I mean, yeah. if,
5: they, if they're willing to eat it, hell, I'll provide it for you. Yeah, yeah. Signed: Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's a nice Harry Potter reset there? Uh, Ian and Tijuana. That's a little longer. Out of time already, huh? The subject of why kids hate America being taught to in school. Howard Zinn's book, The People's History yep. of America, yep. is full yep. of what's wrong yep. with America. Yep. Even wrote a version for young children.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. That's so what but our
5: kids have been taught is the quote
0: truth. It's unbelievable that that caught on as the uh, history book. It's horrible. Uh, we can talk Self-hatred about that
5: hatred is the way you signify enlightenment in the 21st century. We're gonna go live
0: to the border in this next half hour to see what the latest is. Marshall's news is next. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Stone with the latest on the border coming up. He's at the border. We'll be throwing the Alex Stone of information at the border question. Is that is that a thing? Does that work? No. Okay.
5: I thought it was good. We get this occasionally. Both of you seem to have Antuana's. Tomorrow try for Tijuana, not Tijuana. Yeah. Tijuana. I, say, I say Tijuana. Tijuana Tioana. Huh? Is that good?
0: I don't care. Feel free to say it however you like at home, at your home. <laughs> uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
4: Well, speaking of the border, you got almost 6,000 migrants from Central America camped out at the U.S.-Mexico border, and many have no idea what to do now. Some are considering asking for asylum in Mexico, and a number of others are just thinking about giving up and going home.
0: But here, here I, I hate to interrupt, but I should have said this already. The story of the day yesterday on the border question. The story of the day was finding out that the exact same thing happened in 2013 when Barack Obama was president. They tear-gassed, uh, migrants rushed the border on Thanksgiving Day. The Obama administration also tear-gassed people. It got zero news coverage,
5: as opposed to this time and around... And zero senators went crazy on Twitter and called <laughs> it chemical warfare.
0: Right, and nobody Please. nobody in the media or or the other party said a word about it. I didn't even remember it. Probably partially because it happened on Thanksgiving Day. But when it happens with the Trump administration, one U.S. senator actually said it was the United States using chemical warfare. And how awful it was that we're gassing children and women who just want a better life. Nobody was saying that when Barack Obama's people did exactly the same freaking thing. That was the news, the big news of the day to and, me yesterday. And
5: the, for the same reason. For the exact I mean, it same was, reason. It was practically the same video played again. So listen, if you want to say, I believe that to be an unwise policy, fine, go ahead. Then you have the credibility of mm-hmm. saying, yeah, Barack Obama did uh, did it. Donald Trump did it. I don't like the policy. That's great. But the moral outrage part is the fake part. Please, where was your outrage five years ago, lying liars? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Hank. Special Counsel Robert Mueller
4: says former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort violated his plea plea agreement by repeatedly lying to federal prosecutors in the Russia probe. The torpedoing of Manafort's deal could expose him to a longer prison sentence and potentially more charges. It also means that Mueller's team is losing a cooperating witness From the top of Trump's presidential campaign, who was present for several key episodes under investigation. Well, right. So when you present it that
0: way, it does sound like a benefit to Trump. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were going crazy on MSNBC that clearly this is a reason. I, I didn't quite follow the logic. It's got something to do with Trump is now going to obviously pardon Mueller, maybe as early as today, and we're into a constitutional crisis of some sort. Mm. Now, Alan Dershowitz, the Harvard law professor, was arguing over the weekend that Manafort, and this was before yesterday, that Manafort, you can't use Manafort for anything. Everybody knows he's a liar. You can't build a case around him. Well, you definitely can't now. You can't use him for
6: anything to build a case. That's an interesting point. Why is nobody reporting on the fabric and the material that his suits are made of anymore? I feel like not enough attention. Is it like some sort of weird Lynx-Tiger hybrid now? What is he wearing? <laughs> Paul Manafort
5: famously sporting an expensive yes. ostrich jacket. And I was thinking about that. And, and how many of us own a leather jacket? Virtually everybody. Why is a fabric or skin that's perfectly appropriate for a jacket ridiculous for a pant? Why? If you saw somebody walking down the street in ostrich skin pants, what would you think of them? Like they're a pimp or a rapper or a rock star or something?
0: Nothing could be more normal than a leather jacket. Leather, right. leather pants, you're into a completely different world. Exactly. How odd is that?
5: Uh-huh. Leather shirt, for <laughs> oh, instance. Geez. Can you imagine? I had a leather shirt. Did you? What? Yeah. yeah. Was it like I, suede or?
0: I wore it to work many times. Nobody commented on
5: it. It was,
6: what I sort
0: could, of not leather? Not while
5: you
6: were in the room. <laughs>
5: <laughs> right. No, we would just moo softly as you walked out. Right. Hilarious. Right. What sort of leather? I mean, the what kind for cows? What? Yes. Oh, thank you. Was it like buckskin, like your Davy Crockett? Was it like shiny black leather suede? I'll see or if what? I can find it. I'll wear it tomorrow. Okay. All right. You crazy? That's exciting. You crazy? You <laughs> crazy?
4: Ukraine's government worried Russia might be getting ready to launch a large-scale ground invasion. Ukrainian president declaring martial law in parts of Ukraine a day after the Russian ships attacked and seized Ukrainian vessels near the coast of Crimea. The president saying intelligence services have evidence Russia is getting ready for a massive invasion. Now, Armstrong and Getty are going to be talking about the Ukraine-Russia concerns with CBS military analyst Mike Lyons in the next hour. This might
5: be the underreported story of the world. This could be a global crisis. Oh, my God. As Vladimir Putin pushes as far as he can possibly push without fear of, well, without much fear of any uh, repercussions. And he certainly has no moral problems with it. Uh, Yeah, if he is going to reach as far as it appears he may be reaching, this is a serious issue. And Paul Manafort and his fibs will mean nothing.
4: Want to get to this story? Because it turns out for the human brain, death may not be as immediate as it seems. Listen to this,
0: people. This is horrifying.
4: Researchers from the Stony Brook University of Medicine found that it may take hours for the brain to shut down after death as the blood supply stops pumping to it
0: hours so you're dead you're laying there doctor says he's gone ma'am or sir all right yep. and y'all you uh, you're all crying or talking about how you're gonna spend his money or whatever <laughs> it is wow and he you're still laying there day i'm
4: still here and nobody can hear me for hours scientists looked at patients with cardiac arrest in europe and the u.s and the study leader dr sam parnia said patients who were successfully resuscitated could describe in detail what happened around them. He explained... Oh, my God, so you can actually hear. Wow. I was, I was exaggerating. But oh. oh, my God. Where were you? He explained that the time death is declared is the one when the heart stops beating. As the heart stops beating, it will stop pumping blood to the brain, and slowly the brain begins to shut down. Right. For hours. Yes, he added, the process of the brain shutting down slowly again may take hours. The person may be dead during this time, but aware of their surroundings. Well, then
5: you're not dead. You're not dead by any human conception of okay, death.
0: Fine, but then we need to change what we call dead as they're putting the sheet over you and uh, and whatever else is going on. Uh, if for several hours you're laying there and, and, and can still hear, apparently?
5: I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see this study confirmed. Hours? Seriously? Yes. Hours? Dr. That's Parnia? horrifying. Dr. Parnia. Dr. Parnia. What do they mean by
6: active, right? Like, so Is is there? are there just spasms and kind of impulses happening in the brain, or am I, ac- am I actually processing well, thought well, and he information?
4: Was, he was saying that if they were successfully resuscitated, they, they could, could describe re- it. That's, yeah, could, that's cogent. They could describe the conversations going on around but them.
6: But there were no successful recitations after several hours, right? These were people probably gone for several minutes that I don't, they brought I don't back. know. You'd have to ask this Dr. Parnia, who I, nobody's heard of. I, th- I
0: think you're probably right, Sean. Yeah. I don't think they brought anybody back after three hours.
4: Unless they were, you know, frozen, if they have, they're burying the lead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm struggling Getty show the conscience of the nation.
5: Sitting there, thinking, I wonder if the angels actually play harps. Why harps? It's an odd instrument. Why not a guitar? Huh? Wonder if they have wings.
0: Think of how bored you'd be with no internet, no Netflix, no nothing.
6: Sitting there, the docs declared you dead. Three he's, hours he's scrubbing up. Hey. Keep working. Pick up the scalpel. Yeah. Keep going. We do did. something. I'm
5: sorry. We did all we could do. <laughs> Clearly you didn't. <laughs> I'm
6: still here.
5: Oh, jeez.
6: Idiot. That is a
0: horrifying thought.
5: What'd you get in medical school? I guess somebody has to finish last in their class, huh? Lazy? Oh, Leaving already, are you? <laughs> Got to go play golf or something? Great.
4: I can't wow.
0: Uh, so Alex Stone's at the border.
5: Then Once you it... start thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to the hot place. I'm going to the... Oh, no, the uh, the furnace just kicked on here in the hospital. Okay, I'm good. I'm cool. Do you hear the cleaning crew?
2: God, that's rough.
5: That is rough. Too heavy. I'm going to try
0: this line again. We'll throw the Alex Stone of information at the border question. Wow.
5: I think it's good. But... Alex Stone of uh, ABC News joining us next. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Here's the bottom line: Nobody's coming into our country
5: unless they come in legally. I think that's what really, an insane policy. It's practically fascist. I think that's just what Hitler said.
0: I think it's really interesting that that he has drawn that line on that, and and he's um uh, willing to throw that out there politically. I yeah, think but, it you, will work.
5: Well, how odd is it that that's notable? Well, I How agree. strange is it? I agree. That to say nobody's going to come in unless they do it lawfully is somehow out there. It's like a, the store manager saying we prefer that you not steal. Right. That's what a store is. That's what a country is. Otherwise, it's just a geographical location.
0: So as you know, on, on Sunday, times. you had hundreds of people rushing the border and there's rocks and tear gas and all that. What is happening as of today on a Tuesday morning?
5: Please welcome the most excellent Alex Stone of ABC News to report on the situation on the border and the troops headed towards San Ysidro. Alex, welcome. How are you, sir?
2: Hey, guys, doing well, and uh, things look pretty good here at the uh, San Ysidro Board of Entry today and did yesterday, too. Pretty much business as usual once Sunday's uh, brouhaha was over that they were able to, to open up the border again and, and get people flowing, but the you know this whole tear gas thing and, and bouncing off what you guys were just talking about, uh, there's a lot of criticism for for uh, that tear gas was used. Mexico is now asking for an investigation uh, into the, the US use of tear gas. Sorry,
0: that's my so, response, not yours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're asking the the U.S. to do it, but the Border Patrol will tell you, and the White House will tell you, what else were they supposed to do? That the, the, the tear gas was the least uh, impactful of the options. That uh, that it's not deadly. It did stop the threat. That there were anywhere from mexico says 500 the u.s says a thousand but there were hundreds of the migrants running toward the the border they had already hopped over the the fence on the mexico side they were going through what's known as no man's land here uh, a ravine and then heading toward the, the fence on the u.s side and they used the the tear gas and then the white house says hey it would happen if they were to rush the border again it would happen all over again because that was the appropriate response uh, according to everybody involved.
5: And the Mexican authorities used uh, similar means. You know, it's funny, my wife was gathering up uh, sticks and and branches in our yard the other day, Alex, and she stumbled over one of them and hurt her wrist, and that was one more injury than occurred during the border fracas. At least, serious injury. So, uh, you know, whoop-de-whoop. Any high school yeah, soccer nothing, game nothing has more serious. injuries.
2: Yeah, there, there were uh, a couple of folks who had a, a couple of, of fairly minor injuries. On but our side? Of, yeah, well, also on uh, on the Mexico side. They added okay. some folks up, but, but it wasn't anything serious. Uh, the, the one thing, though, that, that we are really seeing is uh, our team talked last night to a man who was part of that effort to, to run across the border, and he said that they had thought that it worked coming into Mexico to just overwhelm the the Mexican authorities with pure numbers, and they were able to to run right past them. It worked going all the way through Mexico. Every time they would be up against uh, the the Mexican federal police, they would just run run around them, and they thought it would work again, and that they were shocked that it did not work coming into the U.S., that that they were met by a wall of federal agents in uh, riot gear, with the tear gas, with the pepper balls, with other less than lethal uh, means that they had, and that that they couldn't believe that they weren't able to to go past that wall. This man was saying that he is now considering, because he does not think he'll be able to get asylum, he thought he would be able to to run in with with the rest of the group that, that wanted to run in, that he's now considering going back to his home country because he doesn't think he's gonna get into the US. So it does seem that this show of force at the border, and we're definitely seeing it here, is working in in deterring those who may have had their mind set on coming into the U.S. saying, hey, it's not going to be possible and wanting to turn around and go the other well, way. Well, i got
0: a lot to say about that when, right. when we're done with you. But what what's the mayor of Tijuana currently saying and the people of Tijuana? Because they weren't real happy with uh, this giant crowd of 5,000-some hanging around. Well, what's going to happen now?
2: Yeah, they're not happy. And it's expected by today or tomorrow it'll be at 9,000 because there are those who are, are coming in toward the end. Well, the, the mayor wants this to be declared a humanitarian crisis by the U.N. Uh, any city would have a tough time. You get 9,000 people who need food. They need medical attention. They need diapers for the children. They need you know, sanitation. All of that. And all of a sudden, here they are parked for an unknown amount of time in your city, needing all of your resources. And and the, the mayor wants some help with it. And the, the, the people of Tijuana want some help with it. They say, look. We're not the ones that created this situation that maybe other parts of Mexico did, but now they've got to deal with it. And they are offering medical attention. They're offering food, but they don't know how long they'll be able to do it. Alex,
5: uh, excuse me, jumping in, Alex Stone of ABC News, but in the limited time we have left, tell us about the troops moving toward uh, California, U.S. troops.
2: Yeah, about 300 of them uh, who are currently in Arizona and in Texas. They are going to join the other troops who are already here in California mainly military police MPs, they're going to, in case the migrants try to do it again and make a run for the border, they will be in place. Now, that said, remember that the military members are secondary to the Border Patrol. The Border Patrol are the first line of defense. The military is the second. You're not seeing a lot of troops on the border in the sense of real visible right now with guns across their chest. It's mainly the Border Patrol. But these extra MPs will be here in case they're needed if they were to try to to do another run across the border.
5: Alex Stone of ABC News. Alex, fabulous as always. Thanks very much. You got it. Thanks, guys. You got it. I'm
0: guessing that roughly 80% of America loves that we have sent the
5: message to the world, you don't get in. Right. Unless you follow the rules, then we're more than delighted to listen to your your, uh, application for refugee status. You're persecuted, you're in fear, et cetera. We have a system, and and it's a pretty humane system. We let in many refugees. Just go ahead and apply and follow the rules. That is not an unreasonable ask. So just to review, the Border Patrol is the first line of defense. Then the troops will be the second line. Then I believe it's county sheriffs will be the third line of defense. And then it's a collection of former NFL players. Then the Boy Scouts of America... Librarians are in there somewhere. (laughs) Librarians with rulers and heavy books will be the 11th line of defense. By the way, we
0: served pepper balls at Thanksgiving, and they were delicious. Um... Some people's reaction in politics, including the governor of California, to the whole tear gas thing, pretty over the top. Oh, the demagoguing is just astonishing. Marshall will have that in his news at about 7.30. We want want to talk to Mike Lyons about this possible war between
5: Russia and Ukraine? Holy crap! Vlad Putin is pushing it hard. He is really gambling right now. Not many are paying attention. And Ukraine's ready to go to war. That's
0: coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex start saving now at gainbridge.io visit gainbridge.io slash for current rates full product disclosures and disclaimers and other important information